Australia and New Zealand are urging Pacific countries to work with them to develop a collective vigilance against the increasing frequency and severity of cyber attacks being carried out in the region. According to Bank Info Security, the Asia-Pacific region faced the most cyber attacks during 2022, as observed by IBM's threat intelligence platform. IBM says the region accounted for 31% of all incidents monitored during 2022, putting it slightly ahead of Europe at 28% and North America at 25%. Brendan Dowling, Australia's Ambassador for Cyber Affairs and Critical Technology, is visiting New Zealand this week as part of his first Pacific tour, visiting various countries and talking about how to collectively build up the region's cyber security. Kuroi Hawkins spoke with Ambassador Dowling and began by asking him what some of the main cybersecurity concerns were in the Pacific region. So we see that the region is uh, increasingly digitising, that people are taking advantage of being online. We're seeing government services move online. We're seeing a lot of e-commerce and a lot of businesses uh, move their services online. And that's a really positive thing for the region. We think digitisation can bring a huge amount of uh, economic benefits for the region. At the same time, we can see that malicious cyber activity, whether it's scams, whether it's ransomware attacks, whether it's nation states looking at uh, critical infrastructure, are really disrupting our ability to engage safely online. Those threats and that malicious activity is something that we see really commonly in Australia, and unfortunately, we see it playing out uh, in the Pacific as well. So as I talk to our counterparts and friends around the region, I can see that there's a real appetite to engage online, to be connected for social, recreational, economic uh, reasons. But at the same time, people are wary about some of the malicious activity they see. They're wary about their information being stolen. They're wary about being scammed. And so they're expecting from governments, be they in Australia, be they in the Pacific Island nations or New Zealand, they're expecting governments to be more proactive about protecting them online and making sure that we can take advantage of those benefits without having uh, our security compromised. Starting maybe with the, the governments themselves, from, from what we've been seeing, we understand a lack of infrastructure, manpower, um, governments building e-systems, e but they're not having backups, not having the capacity to protect these systems is, is some of the biggest risks we're looking at the government level. Uh, uh, is that is that your understanding of it as well? Yeah, I think we see that um, at the government level, also in the, in the private sector, the issues are, are quite similar and quite common uh, across the region. And uh, we do see exactly the same issues facing Australia as well. Uh, the lack of skilled personnel, uh, we need all our workers, all of us to be more cyber aware, but we also need more cyber security professionals who are actually running government systems uh, and networks. Uh, we see that some of the technology we all use uh, can sometimes not be very well protected. Uh, so we see that some technology such as mobile devices, such as uh, smart devices that we connect to the internet, and then to government services uh, that are running off um, uh, hardware and, and servers are not necessarily uh, well protected. Part of that's on the technology market. We're seeing too many products being sold into the region that don't have security at their core, that don't have security by default. It requires too much effort to either purchase or turn on some of those security features. So we need to make it easier for people by having better technology out there. 
But at the same time, we do have the responsibility, whether it's within government or within our homes or within our businesses, to do some of the basic cybersecurity measures. We estimate that somewhere around 90% of cyber attacks can be prevented by basic cyber hygiene. That means updating your password. It means patching your software. But I think a, a struggle that uh, governments in the Pacific face is exactly the same struggle that governments in Australia face. Digital infrastructure is expensive. Maintaining it is expensive. We need the right people with the right skills to do it, but it does require that investment in quality products uh, that are updated over their lifespan uh, to be more secure. So we really want to support the region to take advantage of all the benefits that digitisation brings while not sacrificing security and safety uh, along the way. So for Australia in this region, working in partnership with New Zealand, uh, we're really trying to get out there. We're trying to promote good cybersecurity practices within and outside of uh, government. We're trying to support skills development by running training, uh, workshops, bringing people to Australia to learn from uh, our experiences uh, where it's relevant. And we're also supporting uh, the uplift of technology uh, in the region. So it's a whole of nation effort. It's a whole of government effort. And it takes a long time to build up this security. But the most important thing is prioritising that within our government policymaking, within the cultural practices we are uh, all employ. And that's something that everyone can take responsibility for.